1: Hello and welcome to Shrine podcast presents the traders. I'm Hannah. I'm Rebecca. And today we are sans Brendan, as the man has embarked on an adventure, which he is going to fill us in on later. We miss him so much. Um, but such is life when we're recording so many episodes. And today we are here to talk about The Traders, Season 2, Episode 2. Diana was mothering. We saw our first victim. We learned about our new fourth secret trader. There was a stunning mission with um bird calls in the garden. And Aww. Claudia was just giving wool she was giving fashion and it was just stunning so we are so excited to break it down um I am well we're both actually going to be going through the big moments and then Reb is going to take us through the thoughts and theories and then we're going to discuss our general reactions and hear some voice notes from you guys I'm very excited Rebecca what
2: did you think about last night Thoroughly enjoyed it, right? Really happy with the choice of the fourth traitor. Um, delighted that Diane is still with us. Devo Sonia is gone, hoping and praying there's going to be a secret room and she'll come back. And I Absolutely. am living to find out if someone in that castle is related.
1: I loved the mother and son suggestion. <laughs> hadn't crossed my mind um and yeah i'm also hoping obviously this is a massive spoiler this is a recap episode for the traders season two episode two sonia is gone one of the icons of the season so far um i hope there's a twist i hope the producers are going to get involved because we can't lose her there was so much more to
2: give Yeah, and she's so smart. She was very good at clocking people and I feel like it's such a waste if we only got that little amount of screen time. She's got so much to give. Um, But I mean, it's very interesting when you watch the show, the herd mentality as as Diane said, that is what happens because they have nothing to go on yet. So the first few roundtables, really and truly, if you get, you know, really unlucky that someone's starting to build a case against you in that time, you're kind of fecked.
1: But like, are we just sheeple? Because would you not just look around the... Like, did they really think it was Sonia? Like, they obviously, being in that confined space and, like, one person has an opinion, like, I'm sure I would fall in line with it as well. But we'll talk about it later because we actually have listed out everyone and who they voted for because I always think it's really interesting about where the relationships end up at the end. But I'm like, would you just not look in a different direction? But I suppose if everyone is going for someone, they're getting the boot anyway because it's majority rules. So do you just fall in with the pack? I don't know. But yeah, it,
2: it did. It is giving sheeple vibes people is, is really the word of that episode Hannah I love that new term um, let's start with the start of the episode so we found out that um, the fourth traitor was Miles 36 veterinary nurse Paul now interestingly I enough described uh, uh, described Miles as you know he said he's strong-willed a big personality and fiercely loyal you know so I do see why they chose Miles because he seems to be someone who's quite well liked and he That's seems like a nice I guy think. and he's kind of under the radar he's not getting too involved in the drama
1: no he's not shouting out opinions but at the same time I think he holds a lot of weight I don't know Miles was my vote for who they should pick because I just think he's really really nice but at the same time he's a big character and he could be very convincing so I'd want him on my side if I was a traitor
2: Yeah, absolutely. And he did say later in the episode how exhausting it is to be a traitor. You know, you'd think that would be the easier way because you know everything, but it's not. Everyone's just watching you for every reaction. I'm like, oh my God, I'd be so bad. What would Um, you, like
1: if you had a choice and you were in there, are you going faithful or are you going traitor?
2: I'd like to be a faithful because then I could just. I could just, at least I would be able to just focus on who's being dodgy rather than am I being too dodgy or am I, you know, that way I'd rather focus on what other people are doing and be, I I think I prefer that. I prefer to be more of an observer.
1: Observer, okay. I'd pick trader just because I think when you're a faithful, my only concern is that you don't have a whole lot of control. Like you can just be murdered. Where and obviously you can be banished as a trader, but I think I would prefer to have a little bit more control. Even though then obviously the spotlight is on you, which is scary. But I think that's what I pick.
2: Yeah. No, you'd be very good. We have have that friend now. I know, I know. Uh, the traitors then had to decide who to murder, and it was between um, Diane Aubrey and Sonia. And at the breakfast the morning after, Paul, I have to say, because I was a bit like, "Oh, Paul isn't going to be a good traitor." He did a very good job in the breakfast room the morning after. The waves, the smiles, the reactions. I was like, "Okay, actually, Paul, you know what? You're gonna you're gonna do well." Um, and uh, yeah, obviously. Um, it did kind of, I suppose, the the morning after is a bit that I get really stressed about, but everyone was a bit devil when uh, Aubrey was uh, didn't show up. That was sad.
1: The morning after is what I would be focusing on as a faithful, because I think, can people hide their reactions to who's walking in that room? And the thing that Brendan keeps talking about with the shield, which is someone is going to get a shield, not reveal it, get murdered, murdered, and then walk in that room. And it's that moment are you as a, as a trader going to be able to conceal the shock? Like I would be gawking people out of it at the breakfast because um, yes. I just think it's a real vulnerable time of the day as well. So mm. yeah, I think yeah, you really have to be careful with who's walking into that room.
2: True. Um, I am sad that Aubrey was um oh, murdered, but I, I, I do feel though that, it, like they explained it well, they were like, listen, there was a link between Diane, Aubrey and Sonia. So one of them had to go and they went with Aubrey to try and split that up.
1: Yeah, and I think that's clever, breaking up like packs, but it's just sad we have to lose two people so early on because everyone is such a character.
2: Mm -hmm. True. Um, Um, And I feel there's a lot of people in the castle that we haven't really got to know too well that you know that way. So it will, obviously we'll get to know them as the series progresses, but yeah, there has been a focus on a a select few in the beginning. Um, And Zach and Ross straight away, there was kind of uh, suspicion over Zach because he said he was going to sleep soundly. And then Ross starts to get very suspicious of Sonia for stirring the pot um, straight away. So I was really, when that started happening, I was like, oh my God, Sonia is going to be gone.
1: Is Roth the guy with the glasses?
2: Yeah. And he's, R- yeah, yeah. Grant. Yeah, Perfect. Ross has got the glasses. I mean, Hannah, you know us the names. I mean, I thought the two characters were the same person in Vigil about two weeks ago. So um, no, that is that is Ross. Um, Diane really didn't like Anthony because of um, the way they had to line up in the first episode. And I couldn't stop laughing that she's just like, you know, he he just was rude to me and he only thinks of himself. And it's just gas because he wasn't even a traitor then.
1: <laughs> no, I'm sorry. The woman was seething. And then they showed the clip and he was like, obviously like how you perceive a situation in the moment is always different from probably the truth of it but the man just sort of like smiled at her and said no you're not getting in the middle which in fairness you are gonna avoid the two ends because they're the two people that got thrown out first last year and then I was like Diane went so in on Anthony and like Mm. if you actually broke it down she was just annoyed because he was rude to her at the start before, yeah, anyone was yeah. ever a traitor. Before anyone like, was a traitor. <laughs> that The two are, you can be annoyed at him, but that does not make him a traitor just because you don't like him. Like, it's she's very astute in some ways. And then she lost the plot now on the Anthony threat, to be honest. He
2: did. But did you see the scene that she's talking about Anthony being rude or whatever? And Paul's there. And she turns around to Paul and she's like, you know, Paul, you would actually be a really good traitor because you'd play a good game. And I was kind of squealing because Diane is on fire. But if she keeps saying those things too loudly, I'm worried that she's going to be gone next. She's going to be the next person. yeah. I thought she did well
1: to survive like it's, it's it's Maddie vibes like when Maddie came for Will for every round table I was like mm. how is this girl still in the castle like it's a brave route I think I
2: just shut my mouth See that's it. And now, what do you think of the whole shield thing? Because it's already ruffling feathers at the start of all the challenges. Like Zach was saying about giving out about the shields, because some people were going to be in or outside the house, and he was like, "Oh, should we sort people out by who has got a shield already?" And all that. Like that's already kicking off. I just don't think I'd be worrying about the shields yet. I'd want to get the money up first. You know that way because he looks guilty. He looks like he's up to something. Getting so involved with the shield, I'd worry that he's going to have a target on his back as well. So Hannah, then we had. The um the bird challenge. Um what did you think of that?
1: Loved it, thought it was hilarious. Um, crying, laughing. Like the group that went off for the shield first is brave. And to be honest, every time People have gone for shields. A trader has gone for a shield. So I think I would be keeping an eye now on shield people because the traders are using it as like, oh, if I look really enthusiastic about getting this, they'll think it's because I could be murdered. And actually, the majority of the faithfuls don't care about the shields. They just want to build the cash pot. So Mm. I think that's very suspicious. And I think Anthony... The most interesting part of that mission was who went for the shield and Anthony, he got thrown under the bus at the round table by Paul because I think originally he was like, no, let's not go for a shield. And then as soon as the mission started, he was like, our group's going to go for that shield bird first. So I think you have to be careful around the shield. I'm with you. I don't know if I'd be bothered getting too into it at this point in the game.
2: They kind of said, it's interesting because Paul obviously got, he was on the red team that got the shield, but that's great for him to know as a traitor who who has gotten the shields because Claudia's yeah. like it's up to you whether or not you want to say if you've got the shield or not. Anyway, at least they said they they were like we got them we're protected against the murder but not banishment blah blah blah. So then we finally got uh, the first banishment of the season the first well it was the second round table the first round table was when Claudia was picking the traitors it was the first banishment round table where people yeah. each had to vote for who they think is a traitor. Um, Yeah, it's it, it's always very intense but this one I think people were just a bit lazy because they didn't know what to do
1: tell you who wasn't lazy Diane because Claudia couldn't get the sentence out does anyone I'll go I'll go first and she tore through (laughs) it's Anthony isn't it no is it Andrew Anthony Anthony tore the man in half for, his, yeah. for for not letting her in that lineup and just vicious. Mm-hmm. And, and I think like she held- they all
2: jumped on that. Then they were like, you know, Anthony, you were real happy on the train, and then you changed straight away. And oh my god, yeah, no, Diane yeah, now she's the absolute train? icon, but you wouldn't want her now in the neighborhood WhatsApp group, would you?
1: No, and I also wouldn't want her as a teacher because at one point, I think she said to someone something like, I'm still speaking or something like that. And like the shivers went down me of like having teachers like that where I was like, oh, God. um. But I just think that's a good tactic because everyone is so no one has a direction at these early round tables. So you can actually zip your mouth. For a lot of it, and then come and be like, I've this opinion, and get loads of people on board, and get people out because what Diane was trying to do there was she was really adamant that Sonia wasn't a traitor. She was trying to yeah. keep her friend in.
2: Yeah, she was. To she rally, was.
1: By trying, and she was right, but by trying to rally support to go against someone else, and I think if you're a strong person and you back yourself up, you can really turn that table, which I thought was fascinating. Yeah. Didn't work
2: for her now, but she gave she it a was. bash. Jesus, I was shaking. Oh No, like, and, it, and when Claudia's like, that's enough, that's the time run. You know, when you're doing a campaign trail, you'd be raging now when you get cut short and you haven't got to the, it, it's just, it's stressful. But it, listen, we found out all the different votes and we found out, unfortunately, that the icon um, that is Sonia was being sent home. I was just like, oh no. I'm shocked. Yeah, right. Do you think she's
1: actually gone? Do you think that's it now for Sonya?
2: No, because they didn't do the eliminate people at the start in the line. So I think that there is, you know, we do know from talk on social media, thankfully it hasn't been spoiled for us. We do know that tonight's episode is going to be huge. Something really big happens in episode three. So... So there's going to be some big reveal, whether that's um, Sonia's back, whether that is what Zach has started to say. He says at the very end of the episode, you know, after the banishment, when they're all having their drink in the lobby or whatever, before they go back to their quarters, he's like, I think that there is a mother and a kid in this house. He's like, yeah. is Diane someone's mum in this house? And I was literally just screaming, being like, holy shit, last season we had a couple. This season, mother and son, that would be iconic. There could be siblings, who knows? But I think we're probably going to find out tonight.
1: I think, oh, oh, do you think so? Okay. Yeah, well, they did like tee it up for us, didn't they? But like, there's just something more about a mother and a son because could you banish your partner? I could. Yeah. Same. I could, because at the end of the day, you know, you've had to get out and I'll stay in and win first. But could you do it to your yeah. mom? Like, do you know what I mean? I just think it ad- could you do it to your child? Like it adds an extra layer. Um, if
2: Diane is someone's mom, that would kind of explain in a way why she wasn't the first person murdered. I thought Diane was going to be the first person that the traitors murdered over um, uh, Aubrey because yeah. Diane was so on the money straight away about Ash being a traitor and she's already like oh Ash is always talking to this person and she's still suspicious of Ash and I wonder did Paul perhaps sway in a different way that it wasn't Diane because maybe down the line he'll enlist Diane as his um, either another traitor or will he feel like he'll be able to evade his mum easier if it is his mum do you know that way do you
1: like the only thing with this theory is that the, Diane, now obviously this can, we worked around, but Diane has a strong Northern Irish accent. Yeah. Paul, Sc-
2: I was confused, is it don't. Scottish or Northern Irish or both, but she does, she does have an accent. The North. Mm. Yeah, well, we will we will get on to a few theories later on about this. Um, oh, brilliant! But in in the meantime, we know something big is going to happen, and we do know that someone else is going to be murdered tonight on the traitors. The traitors met at the end of the episode. Um, yeah. Do they call it murdering hour? I always call it witching hour. But yeah, I love because murdering I'm a hour, bitch. murdering hour, and um, they're deciding who to murder um, between Kyra, who has been very vocal in the challenges about shields and whatnot. Kyra's Johnny gone, I think. Who? Yeah, I think Kyra could be gone. Johnny, who seems like a lovely lad, I think that they just think that it might um, really throw people off if they kill someone like him. Or Meg. And I don't really know why the reason why they gave Meg. I think it's just, again, another person who is kind of been in the background so far that they think it might throw people going, what the hell's going on type of thing. So we're going to find out tonight that something big's happening and someone else is getting murdered between Kyra, Johnny and Meg. It's very juicy. Very, very juicy indeed. Um, we are going to
0: have some thoughts and theories right after this. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash loss. That's plushcare.com slash loss.
1: Oh my God, <laughs> Rebecca! The- back at the ad break. How professional. Um, on Meg, do you think she's one of those people, like you see it sometimes in Love Island where there's a really big character who's so popular among the cast, but it doesn't... Portray to the audience at home so I think she might be a victim of a bit of editing because I mean we haven't seen really now two seconds of her
2: Meg mm-hmm. is the illustrator right? I think so yeah. yeah we haven't seen much but then I'm wondering are they kind of just they're trying to just throw people off the scent yeah. of the bigger characters because then that looks too obvious and then they've been going after certain people so it yeah, could be Meg I think it might be it could be Kyra. I don't know. We're going to find out later on. But at the moment, I feel like Zach is being very vocal. I feel like Zach and Diane—they're two people who would be very obvious to to kill off. So they're going for for other people who who haven't been as as vocal. Do you know?
1: Okay, so we put up a poll last night to see who we think this is the first victim of the traitors or is it the second?
2: Second. The first person killed was Aubrey, the second one we're going to find out tonight. And then Sonia's been Sorry, banished. of course.
1: So we've got Aubrey murdered, Sonia banished, and this is the second victim. So for anyone who took the poll, I wrote that. And yes, it is incorrect because we are talking about the second victim of the traders. So Kyra, Meg or Johnny and the survey says Meg at 20.5% shortly followed by Johnny, who got 24.1% of the votes, but the majority of people think Kyra is out 55.4% of the votes. Reb, what do you think?
2: I, I think Kyra, but then I don't know. And I'm wondering, is the twist that's coming, is that people who are murdered go somewhere else to a secret house? I don't know why I'm so transfixed on a secret house. Yeah. Or is it that if you're banished, it doesn't mean you're... You're gone for good. I don't know. Anyway, that's just me going full. I'm going too into it. Um, tonight, I would have talked Kyra just because we have barely not seen the other two on screen at all. So would that mean that the viewers don't really care if they're gone or not, you know?
1: Yeah, I'm going to go Kyra because she is opinionated. She's on a bit of a war path and I, she was very vocal during the missions and I just think, unfortunately, she's put herself in the spotlight. And I think this early on, you're looking to, for People to give you a reason to kick them out without any real logic, so they're like, She's a bit mouthy, she's gone. I think that is what it's gonna gonna be. I hope and not, that they really like it.
2: Hannah, who did Kyra clash with again about the shield? Was it Anthony?
1: It was there Zach, was a scrap. Oh, Zach, so okay. Zach, Zach, the parliamentary advisor, was basically saying it's not diplomatic and yes, it's not yes. fair yeah. for the 6th People out on the field to have the opportunity to get a shield, Mm-mm. and the people inside to not be able to. You're and not. that's there was a clash, and it was between her and him, and then
2: a couple of other voices involved. So, so this is what I think about this. Um, if they kill off Kyra tonight, it makes Zach look like a traitor. So, therefore. So if you think one step ahead who you're murdering then you think who will then be banished because of who we murdered that you kind of need to just think two steps ahead in the game. And
1: what are the discussions that are going to be had? Because if you remember Kyra pissed people off because she went for a shield in the first task and Zach was like you are a complete hypocrite because you're saying people shouldn't go for a shield in this task yet you ran for one but her... Her fight back to that was like, I can't swim. So I was going to go and get the one that I could get. And he's like, what are you talking about? Makes no sense. So yeah, they might throw her out and and then like
2: sneak around the castle. Yeah, you just and need to create the narrative, narrative with the yes. with the murdered person. It's just all by creating yes. the narrative for the for the to, the sheeple to go with. Because at the, the, she the moment it's the easiest time to do it because no one knows each other too well and no one really. Everyone's scared. They're all treading water, going don't want to go too hard on certain people and whatnot. And um, will we take some thoughts and theories? We've actually got in quite yes. a few, and it is an honest miracle so far that the traitors episode three hasn't been spoiled for us yet. We. We We don't have the iPlayer here in Ireland, so we haven't been able to watch the episodes after they dropped. We're watching them terrestrial style at 9 pm benefit. Okay, so first up, friend of the podcast, um, one third of the podcast, Brendan O'Loughlin, who is not with us today, who's off uh, gallivanting. Brendan has sent us a voice note with his thoughts and theories because he couldn't make the podcast today. Let's take
3: a listen to that. Hi guys, it's me. I am actually on my own secret mission at the moment, which I'll be able to tell you all about when I see you next week. Um, Wanted to leave a few notes after watching episode two. Obviously, absolutely gutted that Sonia was banished. I say, make that woman the presenter of every single TV show that Holly Willoughby used to do. Um, Ash is comically tiny in the Treasures Turret when she stands beside the lads. Like, she's so small. Um, Charlie... It was so funny at breakfast being like, oh, I was praying to God last night that I wasn't going to be murdered. And then she was like, I'm not sure God watches the traitors though, which was really funny. Uh, Miles up the bloody walls after being made a traitor. They're just not great this year at being traitors. Um, Surprised that Aubrey was murdered, but I'm obviously thrilled for Luther van Dross. I'd say it was like his little hat maybe that made him stand out. Uh, Paul tried to do this evil laugh, but it was really, really shit, which made me lol. Loved Claudia's tartan skirt and green sweater. I think Diane is this year's Maddie, but she is, Diane is going to get herself murdered. Like it's going to happen. Really funny, Ash like did this Louis Walsh. She was like, I'm going to play like a faithful. I'm going to look like a faithful. I'm going to sound like a faithful. I am a faithful, which really made me laugh as well. Um, Thought it was funny. Jasmine was barking like a bird in the mission, which was bizarre. Um, Also the red team admitted they had their shields, but like that's definitely going to happen again, where somebody gets a shield on the sly, Doesn't say they have it, and then they're gonna like surprise bitch the traders at breakfast the next morning after they thought they've murdered them. I can't wait for that to happen. Musical highlight of the episode: the Fuji's ready or not. Obsessed. Forgot how much I love the round tables. Who would like to go first? It's such a leading question. Like, I'm obsessed with it. Also obsessed that they brought the slates back and the chalk after last year's fiasco with the like spelled wrong names and upside down, back to front chalkboards. Very funny. Um, Also, Zach's theory about Diane and Paul, they are the spit of each other now that he said it. But Paul, he could hardly murder his own mother. Or could he? Oh my God, sorry. Excellent observations
2: from Brendan. Me calling Brendan a friend in the podcast, he's going to kill me. (laughs) I'm going to be murdered next on the traitors. Um, uh, Claudia's hair tied up in that stunning green outfit. It was iconic.
1: The Green Ava was gorgeous. I'm also with Brendan. I can't believe they bought the slates back for people to write names saying there were 16 different spellings of Sonia. And we haven't had anyone upside down yet, but it's only a matter of time. I'm like, could they not, like behind the camera, could they not have a, like a big board with how to correctly spell people's
2: names? It's shock on. I know, I know. Um, okay, so Brendan, thank you for your thoughts. Um. And Thanks, Hannah Crocker of was on. Friend of the podcast. Oh my God. Hannah Crocker was on Instagram, right? She DM'd us. I was reading through this earlier on. She said, Guys, 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 I need you to know Paul Gorton's backstory. So many viewers are interested in him. And I'm going to try and keep this quick, right? So Hannah tells us years ago, Paul was a contestant on Deal or No Deal. Over the past year or so, he has been recounting his experience on a podcast called Chatabix, which is a top notch pod with Joe Wilkinson and David Earle. Over these episodes, in which he is hilarious, and um, Only managed to get through about two minutes of his deal or no deal experience each time. Listeners have grown to adore him. So, she said, what you're setting on the traitors is traitors, or what you're seeing I think is uh, is traitors, Paul. If you have a chance, go back and listen to a couple of his episodes on that podcast. I was giddy with joy when I discovered that he was on the show and discovered that he was a traitor. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I actually want to go and listen to mm-hmm. Chatubix Pod now to hear Paul in action and maybe get more of an insight into him because he has been really up for playing the game from the very start. And, but I say he is, you know, he's a stand-up comedian. He's a fun old chap um, that is Danny was on as well right about Paul Danny says Paul seems to be trying way too hard for me but everyone else seems to be completely oblivious also um, these early in the series breakfasts are giving me anxiety there's no chance that I'd be going into a room full of 21 other excitable people before I've had a sniff of coffee That is true. That is true. And it's always a croissant. It's always like, do you call that a continental breakfast when it's like yogurt and a croissant? Yogurt,
1: a croissant, raisins. And it's always shit. You're eating it and you'd never eat it
2: in your normal day-to-day life. But you're going up to the buffet and you're getting your bits. Yeah, that's true. Um, Rachel says, it was another amazing episode. It would be great if there is a mother or son or some kind of family connection in there. I've heard that there is a massive twist in episode three. We've heard that too. Uh, maybe it is that. I feel like Ash may get herself found out first. I love Diane, but I fear that she's making herself a target. Yes, same Rachel. That is very true. Um this is absolutely iconic. I love people who listen to Shrine ShrinePod. Um, I think it's Rowena, Rowena, Rowena. I hope I pronounced your name correctly. Rowena, Rowena, messaged us on Instagram, Hannah, and I literally was like, oh my God. So she did some detective work, right? And she went on to Paul's, I'd imagine, Instagram or some sort of social media and found his parents' wedding pictures and, and screenshotted them, sent them to, to us in our DMs. Oh, I'm and I'm going to be honest with you, the woman is very attractive lady and I'm like she she could be di- could. like they don't look unalike. I'm not gonna say they look alike, but do you know like obviously the pictures are uh, from wedding photos like whatever amount of years ago. It could, it could be, or it could I'm, not I'm but scr-
1: I, I'm screaming. Can you send them to the WhatsApp group?
2: Yeah, I'll put them into the WhatsApp group. Um I I was like very Okay, had that surprise. Yeah, I know. You know me, always something and up I your love sleeve. Like that, we have full
1: detectives. Like there's police that are getting paid that wouldn't go to that level of detail.
2: Oh my gosh! Here, let me just screenshot this. I, I also, am like, okay, so it's on Paul. It's on Paul's public Instagram. So we're not, we're not, um, uh, kind of going too uh, dodgy on the old privacy. No, he and wouldn't whatnot, know. It's
1: like, no, yeah.
2: Beautiful wedding pictures. Okay, Hannah, that's Let going go. into the shrine of juicy WhatsApp group shrine pod WhatsApp group. Tell me Let if me you go. think that that lady could be Diane. I'd say if Paul ever listens to this podcast, he'll be like, oh, "What is wrong with you people?" But listen, we don't no, know. Tell
1: you what? that is that really could be her? Do you think that really could be her? Although that person's hair looks quite light, so I wonder—is his man blonde now? But it's not far off. Like if you told me that is Diane, I wouldn't be shocked. So the fact that like. You know the man is playing red has hair. A fr-
2: she's a fringe now, though, and her hair is a different color. I don't listen. I woman. don't think. I don't think it's her. But at the same time, I'm like, maybe, maybe Diane's Paul's auntie. No,
1: sorry. And it, what do we think? It, Diane and Paul, we've gone for the mother and son. If oh, sorry.
2: A- no, he said he says here that his <laughs> so, <laughs> he said that his mum's name is Karen. <laughs> so, right. Unless so her I'd name's that's actually quite-
1: <laughs> I think that's quite definitive evidence now that Diane is not Paul's mother, but she could have mothered anyone in there. Oh my God. She's mothering Can I just, the whole Anna, country at the moment.
2: Brendan might not be with us recording this podcast, but he is with us in the WhatsApp group and he's giving his live reaction to the screenshot <laughs> I just put in. And he says, Is Diane putting on an accent? OMG, stop. <laughs>
1: If that woman, if there's a moment like in Saw, the first film where you think he's dead and then he gets up off the ground and Diane comes into breakfast with a new accent one day, I will scream be the we'll campest thing that's ever happened. I will die. I'll death drop onto the ground.
2: And you, because I heard Scottish and then I heard Northern Ireland.
1: No, you Ireland. didn't. No, Did the, I not? I,
2: did you? Oh, I don't know. You know me in accents. You've heard my Ted Hastings. So anyway, <laughs> yeah. listen, that's just a bit of detective work <laughs> behind the scenes. Paul, if you ever do su- subject yourself to this podcast, we're really sorry, but we oh, just, subject. you know, Go on. we're we're invested in your story. So, you know, and uh, we'll be listening to the, your your other podcast, Chattabix. Now, Glenn was on too on Twitter, slash X. I'll always call it Twitter. Glenn says, is Paul Diane's son a cat amongst the pigeons? Um, Mrs. McGriffin on X says, should the votes count if they spelled their name wrong? <laughs> it's also great to see the classic name and a kiss alongside. It's nothing personal, but yeah, we always hear <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's nothing yeah, yeah, personal. Yeah.
1: The name and um, a kiss. <laughs> Get out of the show. <laughs> love, love, yeah. love,
2: just a kiss. Love a kiss at the yeah. end. Um, Ella DM'd us and says hi guys I'm loving the podcast so far and the traitors. thanks for listening Ella she says I think Paul will get himself banished at some stage because he just can't help himself I think Miles is doing a good job he is quite smart and I think the other traitors actually underestimate him he could potentially do a Wilf and throw one of them under the bus um, unparalleled to entertainment I love that you guys are podcasting about it and also Ella says did you see the pictures of or the shots of the taxidermy deer with the fringe I am I howling that.
1: yes I did and I was live tweeting the show last night and I tried to get if Rebecca you're gonna cry it's like a deer it has had this emo breakdown and the deer is like fuck you mom it has a full oh black God. side for full black toupee side fringe it's absolutely hilarious and I'm like, have they put the fringe on the deer because of Claudia Winkum and hosting the show? Was the fringe always there? There's not enough people talking about it. So if it happens tonight, they just use it in like a passing shot, maybe when we're moving from like, you know, a mission to murdering hour. But if I can get a photo of that deer tonight, I promise you I will because I was crying and I want you to see it.
2: You'll love it. Oh my god, sorry. I'm absolutely screaming. Um, Ella's like, I reckon Claudia asked for that personally. I I would imagine so. I'd say she was like... Give that so. dear a fringe, please. A Thank fringe you. Immediately. Oh my god, hilarious! And um, we got in this voice <laughs> note from Glenn about Diane's accent.
3: Well, <gasps> just listen to the pod there. Is Diane not from Northern Ireland? I thought you said it was Sunderland, but she definitely has a Northern Ireland accent. Um, yeah, I know. Cheers.
1: No, Rob, her accent is 100% Northern Irish. People are calling her their Northern Irish queen on Twitter. Uh, Brendan is, where did you get Scottish from?
2: I don't know. There's something wrong with me sometimes. Like, no, you're. I just you're didn't perfect. compute. Yeah, but That's okay, Glenn, thanks for that. You're right. You're right.
1: No, you are right, Glenn. Uh, Brendan says, yeah, the Yorkshire thing doesn't make sense with a Nordic accent. But like,
2: you can just be, You could, she could have just moved. It's kind of just moved to to Yorkshire. Like, is that where or Paul's from? from? Paul's from Manchester. Uh, yeah, wait. he's. Look, I think he's from. Man- no, he's working in. In Manchester. Yeah, I'm not sure. We're we're getting into
1: a sticky John's wrong area that's going yeah. to offend people. So <laughs> people can have different Let,
2: accents and live somewhere else. <laughs>
1: In summary, we've investigated it, we've looked into the accent, we've looked into some photos of their wedding. We don't think that Diane is Paul's mother. Would that be a fair assumption?
2: Um, I think that, that D- Diane's related to someone.
1: How, yeah, however, we'll continue to dig because we do believe there's two people in there that there's a connection. Yeah. I'm still going on my veterinary nurse's connection.
2: I know, I'm, I'm all for that. Um, and finally, our last theory. It's not really a theory. It's an observation from friend of the podcast, Terry, about a potential <gasps> traitor's off.
3: Hello, Shriners. This is Terry, along with his uh, rather annoying cold. Um, other than very much hoping that Zach's going to go down a mother and son rabbit hole searching for that, that relationship, I've no great thoughts at, at the moment. It's far too early. But I did have what I think is a great idea for an accompanying spin-off series, which uh, is played exactly the same as The Traitors, but the contestants are drawn solely from the homosexual community. Ideally, it would be hosted by Jennifer Coolidge and called, These Gays Are Trying To Murder Me. Winner for me. Keep up the good work. Bye.
1: Sorry, I, like... But it needs to happen and also Terry Plimmer has been a friend of the podcast for so long and now we've got yeah. this wonderful voice I just feel like we've deepened the friendship further what a Terry, great thank day thank
2: you thank you so much and thank you so much everyone for all of your thoughts and theories at Pod on social ShrinePod at gmail.com and uh, on our lovely website you can send us a voice note ShrinePodcast.com Oh my God, we're so professional. Okay, Reb, any last thoughts before we go into tonight's episode? Tonight. I think Kyra is going to be killed and I think that we're in for a treat. A lot of people who I follow on Twitter haven't spoiled it, thankfully, but they have said that if you haven't watched the third episode, you should watch it in real time tonight at 9 p.m don't spoil it for yourself watch along with everyone else because I think that something big well something big is happening tonight so we're in for a treat it's Friday we've survived the first kind of week back to work and we're going to get more great TV love the traitors it's lit
1: no couldn't agree more Kyra I think you're gone past you did great it wasn't your fault we love you um i think we're getting a big cliffhanger because we've got the break now until it comes back next week so i think they're really going to leave us gasping um and i think as of next week the iPlayer contingent aren't going to be able to watch ahead anymore tough shit you're going to have to watch it like the rest of us so i'm very excited for that to really have that event tv where we're all sitting down together to gasp um so maybe we're going to get a, a familial reveal maybe we're getting some sort of um secret room twist rebecca sonia maybe not gone do you know what I mean who knows she's
2: hiding in a bookshelf behind a fireplace like you know you touch a candle and shit happens Hannah one last thought that's nothing to do with the traitors or vigil the last podcast that we did but we've got a few messages in um, asking you for an update on an investigation that you were heading up yourself to do with the car that you spotted (laughs) in our home country of Ireland County Dublin can you explain to anyone who hasn't listened to a previous podcast Cast of ours, what you spotted and if you have an update on the situation.
1: Yes, I can. So uh, for anyone that didn't listen to our last podcast, we were covering Vigil season two, I brought up a small mystery that's happening per- in my personal life, which is at the top of my road, there is a public car park. Well, it's a car park of a yeah. business okay mm. and it it runs out onto the main road so anytime i leave the area that i live in or if you're on a bus you have to go past this car park okay so the car park comes right out to the path and at the very end of the car park at the path there is a car that has been there and it's been clamped for now this is going back i'd say it's three and a half months now that's what yeah. i would say because i think we were about at the two month mark and we started a vigil it's clamped months but the, the thing is and I've spoken about this. If I had a shite car, which I've had many of, and it yeah. got clamped, sometimes it's not worth the price of getting the clamp off. Because in Ireland, I don't, do they clamp cars in the UK? They or do they off. just tick it? Like a clamp is when oh, your a big metal thing is locked onto your wheel and you have to pay 120 to euro to the get UK. it off. And you have to wait two hours. Rebecca, remember we went for that lovely lunch and then we, I said, I would give you a lift home and then we were two and a half hours waiting on the clampers.
2: So when I parked in an area that it was, it, it looked like the parking was free, but it was, you can't park there between certain hours. Listen, I, uh, it was an easy mistake, but poor Hannah. Anyway, we sat there and we had a chat so it was grand. We did but great anyway this, up anyway. this car has been parked here for three months clamped
1: clamped but the twist is it that it's a very nice car it's a 161 it's red it's cute it's in good condition so I'm like I brought this to Brendan and Rebecca and was like guys why would there be like why would you abandon your nice car for months on end like what is that person doing so My presumption was that they had been killed or they slipped into a coma and their family doesn't know where they left their car. Brendan felt, because I do live quite close to Dublin Airport, that the car was used in a crime and then abandoned. And that person has absconded
2: the country. Rebecca, what was your theory? I think I thought the airport thing and that maybe it was a rent. I think we were all saying it could have been a rental car. And someone was like, I'm not paying that shit and leaving it there and I'm legging it out the country like.
1: Yeah, but then we were like, but the rental car place would truly come and get it back. I just, so look, I haven't taken it any further other than I've been keeping an eye on it. And I checked today specifically for the podcast and it's still
2: there. Oh my God, the car is still there. If the
1: listeners of Shine Podcast Presents The Mm. Traders have any opinions on what my next step should be. I think we were talking at one point about me ringing the business and just saying I am you know, heading up an investigation and I'm
2: just looking for any intel that you can give Will me. Will you about ring the car? business and come back next week when we do the episode after the big juicy uh reveal well sorry, we have another episode tomorrow. What am I doing? We're gonna talk about it tomorrow. Would you ring then this afternoon and we can come back to this tomorrow and see what are Yeah, if but what i say well, I, like um, the, Well
1: I just be like, look, I'll just be like, hi um I look, I'll just say I'm just really <laughs> I just they D- D- Don't am. Tell, tell us be- what you're
2: going to say. Just go with it, and then tell us tomorrow what you say to the business, what you find out, and whether or not there is a crime connected to a abandoned clamped car in Dublin. Like, because I'm looking okay. for this, and people are very invested. So, Hannah, you're going to have to do some homework. I'm really sorry. I know it's a Friday afternoon, but you're surprised. going to have to do some investigating.
1: Okay, I'll do that, and I'll come back. But in the meantime, if anyone else has another line of inquiry that they think we should we should go down. Let us know.
0: Okay, Please do. Um,
1: please do. Please do. Uh, myself and Rebecca will be back tomorrow. Do we have Brendan tomorrow? Is he still adventuring?
2: We don't think so. I think it's just the two of us. But we're hoping Brendan's going to send us a very juicy voice note with his thoughts and theories after the episode like what he did today
1: wonderful so we are going to find out who gets murdered we are going to find out what this cliffhanger um the people who've watched on iPlayer are bragging about on Twitter we are going to find out a little bit more about the mystery of the clamped red car and um please keep sending us in your thoughts and theories it makes it so much fun we love you all have a great night's sleep and we'll chat to you tomorrow
2: tara sleep well